0: Tak come can't I am doing well for my age without the pain i'm down downfall well they're choosing the casket and they souls in the grave i'm a
1: star right I want people to understand that there's so much to life whether you're the ceo or the janitor Given everything you do at 150% will change your mindset and your perception of what you're doing you wanna know me? me? Well, I'm the man that you knew. Now you know. Welcome to the Now or Never podcast. All things entrepreneurship. People who just take life and kick it square in the ass. With my special guest. My wife, Mrs.
0: Hey. hey,
1: that's like you're called oh, Jesus every time uh, we were having a good discussion before the cameras were working. Um, and uh, if you know what be kind, rewind means. So if you're in our age group, you know what be kind, rewind means. And if you do pop in the comment section and, and on either YouTube, whatever, whatever you uh, whatever form you're listening on and tell us, because if, if you know, it, there was like a definite line. I think if you're yeah. under the age of. Say 32, 33, maybe. Yeah. You probably would have no. Hey Laurel, do you have any idea what B. or Y means? No. You're 20? 20, 22. 22. Yeah, something like 33 might be the cutoff line. Man. Um, yeah. That
0: makes me feel old. <laughs> I know.
1: Kind of, we're almost like, you know. 40 anyway so um today's topic and we actually had another podcast set up with another guest of ours dom our business partner nick lingers coach is coming in from new york but flights got delayed and this is a topic her and i've wanted to touch on for a while we've done little bits here yeah here and there um well, things, when we have a questions in on different, you know, human real posts or Instagram or even YouTube, um, and it's just kind of prevalent, I think, for right now, there's two different topics we'll talk about today. And One's relationships with people who are self-employed, relationships with entrepreneurs, and obviously us having a, uh, a marriage, it's it pretty much surrounded by entrepreneurship. It, and there's just different things that people need to understand, whether you are the entrepreneur, um, if you're in a relationship with two entrepreneurs, or if you're if you're the person who's more the um, the standard, not I say standards for the wrong, with the traditional yeah. uh, role with somebody who's in an entrepreneurship relationship, and I just think there's different uh, guidelines that her and I both have learned to work out. Like you grew up in an entrepreneurship family, I did. so um.
0: I was at work with my dad all the time when it was his weekends. I was working with him, so I got used to the sun up to sundown. I knew that grind. Um, my stepdad owned his own business. I saw that grind. My mom worked a nine to five, so but her job was really taxing as well. So, I mean, I think I just grew up in a, a household and multiple households that just had that constant grind. And so I grew to appreciate it, but it's not for everybody.
1: It's not, you know, I got my, my house. I mostly grew up like my mom and my stepdad was mostly like, they had side hustles, you know, like mom worked part-time in one job, part-time in another, the old man worked full-time in a bank, but the part-time side hustle yeah. at the farm and he had sons, which was free labor <laughs> Still wait for that check. I'm just gonna put I'll that out there. Hopefully they watch and listen. Be like, you know, I really owe him money for all that work he did. Anyways, uh It's <laughs> called know. raising you. Yeah, no <laughs> shit. Um but you know, they had the side so it wasn't really a true entrepreneurship. Like that was just kind of in my blood since I was young. So for me it was it wasn't a thing. You know? understand like the first I say the first three years, like it's oh, kind absolutely. of that do-or-die time. Um, and that's with any business i don't you can't buy your way of success in business in my opinion, like you can have a lot of a lot of finance a lot of money, but the first three years you're setting the groundwork that's going to be the moral and ethical code for your company yeah. and the only person who can do that is the owner mm-hmm. I mean you can have some great staff at the same point in time, like in today's marketplace it really isn't feasibly economically to hire somebody to go do the whole thing for you. That's just where I I don't think absentee ownership doesn't exist in businesses. So it's going to be the guy or gal doing it. Um, and hopefully if it's a relationship with two, but you know, we started iron heaven in 2017 with Nick Langer and we'd already had a lot of success, um, in our other businesses and understand until about two months ago, we were working and so was nick i mean 50 or 60 some of those hours a week between the two ownership groups of the gym for the first 3 years of his existence now nick made decent money obviously doing his coaching and his stuff and um and we made money with rexius and our other companies but that's just what it required because otherwise mm-hmm. it would have been shown a ma- massive loss and like how much are you willing to lose and right. too like those first members those those people that you need to have that relationship with they have that foundation upon which you can build. People who aren't just leaving, coming because they don't know who the owner is, that's what sets us apart in the gym atmosphere Absolutely. in Omaha.
0: Absolutely. I was going to say, I think seeing an owner there shaking an owner's hand is going to make that member, if they ha- if there is something wrong or if they have a question, it's going to be easier for them to come straight to us yeah. versus you have these corporate places that they don't ever see the face Behind the name, and, then, and so it's easier just to say, "Okay, I'm done." And with they it. change
1: employees like you and I change socks. It, it really is. It's nonstop because yeah. it's just a job. It's a cab- If you pay a cashier, you're going to get a cashier level effort, in my yep. opinion. So, you know, even though, so the first time ever, like uh, the Langers and the Rexes are not working behind the counter on the daily basis, which is a major change for us. But we've been around. We're still like this morning. We had to meet three new members yeah. to sign up off hours. And so the time's still there, but it's not like we're stuck to the desk now. But for the first three years, that is the case with yeah. almost any entrepreneurship. So in saying that was one for us, it was in our relationship. Our marriage was fine because we knew the grind beforehand. Mm-hmm. We knew it and we did it together at the same point in time because of our age and where our our demographic is. Um, our kids bitched yeah. a lot. Like, all you guys ever do is work. All you guys ever do is work. And we we make sure that we make dedicated time for them to show that, like, you know, this is, you know, the, yeah. it's, I don't want them to grow up the mentality, like, oh, my God, I'd never be an entrepreneur because all they ever do is work. Like, it's trying to we're trying to share the joy with our kids because I want them to understand, like, it's not work if you love it. Yeah. Not that I love the gym, the businesses more than the kids. I don't. I mean, but it's one of those things that it fills me it enriches me. It feeds mm-hmm. my soul. It makes me happy. I'm passing things on. I'm leaving people better than we found them. All the good things that you get, that you get from that. Well, um, like in a retail business, and this is just, you know, in this a little bit different than membership, like every customer, I have no idea if they're coming back. In a membership business, I get to see them every day. So I can kind of gauge when that's going to be yeah. in a retail business or a service business. I like got an item business, I should say, merchandising. You don't know. They come back in six weeks, eight weeks, twelve weeks, three weeks. You just don't know. So it's it's even longer. I think in a retail business, you know, three years can be done, maybe five. And yeah. Just by my opinion, and because you have more costs, you have all the things that are associated with having a spot and, and dealing with the economy, and 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 it, it really is, and it's a it's a discretionary income. Yeah, hundred percent discretionary. I mean, income. I think
0: if you look at it, your your small business if you look at it like a marriage, I mean, they say a marriage, the first three to five years of your marriage is not necessarily the hardest, but it's where you put in the most work because you're getting two people together that you're learning new things. Like with the business, you're going into this and you're learning all the ins and outs of it. I mean, it's, it's a lot of work, but you should find happiness and joy in that work. And it should excite you to see, okay, here's where I can go. Just like with our marriage. I mean, it gets better over time. It, Started out amazing, and it just keeps getting better because we're like, okay, we can we can conquer this together. We can do this together, and so
1: we also work on it though. That's yeah. the oh, we, we work on it. We'll get in an that minute. Yeah, we'll get, we'll get an anime. Sorry, um, sidetracking. Yeah, I just to- Skirt. <laughs> um, so uh, be kind. Rewind. But hey, see, see, you got to know. I guess I know what that means. Um, so, but it, it at the same point, like. In your business, like COVID, for instance, mm-hmm. right now with everything, we'll, we'll get in a little more of that. But it, whether it be the 2009 market crash, which we survived, Y2K is when I started my first business back in 99, 2000. Uh, um, you're, you're finding some businesses go out of business right now because people are finding that now that shit has hit the fan that either they don't have the passion for it anymore, that their family's not on board with what's necessary. Um, That it just it, it this is it, it's, it's showing, and some people are finding out that you know that they actually are stronger than they thought they were. They're, it's making them get out of their comfort zone and reinvest yeah. in their business. So you're finding some. I just know from some of my franchisees where they had like three or four employees, and uh, hey, oh, sorry, it's just me and, and my wife, or just me and my husband, or my significant other. Now we're running the show, and they're actually finding that their business is getting better because they're able to interact with all their customers and rebuild mm-hmm. that base of loyalty. And then you're having other people in other industries I'm seeing right now that are like just closing up door. like, yeah, we're just, you know, we don't want to do it again. We don't want to go through the the pain and and, and all that, the hardship. We don't love it enough to do that. Yeah. That's why some of them are closing. It's not because they don't have the money left. It's they also they understand like, okay, I'm not willing to invest again. I've already done this. I'm yeah. tired. And and there's nothing wrong with your way, but understand, like some people are finding out like, hey, you know, this is actually good for us. You know, I, 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 um, I was tipping my hat to Miles Gerard and his wife uh, up in, Um, Columbus in Columbus, because he posted one of his best months ever in June. Mm -hmm. And I was like, dude, like, what's up? Like they've made it. And he's been in the store a lot more since all this happened. I know that. And so is she. Um, cause she, she was a teacher and she wasn't, I know that I've just seen, I watched her social media. I'm not creeping on you guys. I'm not being a stage five <laughs> yes, creeper. I can shout <laughs> it to you. Um, but I just see you guys and, and hear such great things about what you're doing in the community of Columbus, Nebraska and posting such success. I'm like, Whoa, like, you know, and I think it's cause they're around, they're investing and mm-hmm. people are getting to know them a lot more and that's, where you are going to build that loyalty. So when you do bring staff back in. It's like, okay, this is still, you know, this is Miles of Shop. This yep. is Shop. This is this is the great part that, you know, you build that that report. I've actually seen that with a lot of my franchisees because they've been in and um and my managers, some some of mine have done better than they ever have because they've been in the shop more because so we had to change the structure. I'm yep. like, hey, we gotta we gotta buckle down, head management. You guys are my you guys are my first, first foremost priority. You're gonna be in the shop more. We're gonna be in the gyms more, like taking care, of cleaning stuff. And and we just found that our businesses have thrived because of that because we've had to put in more time. But it reinstitutes to her and I. and We sit back, we go, okay, yeah, we love this, yeah. Because I don't I mean after being stressed out of everything, I'm like, listen, if it's not giving me some serious joy, shit needs to go. <laughs> um and. Anyway, so it also, in that first three years, whether it's like right now, either your business went down and you had to buckle down with your significant other in your business, mm-hmm. or it, it it blossomed. And yeah. some industries did blossom because they happened to be set up in an industry that was meant for you know distances and meant for whatever they social were- and, Social. Social, whatever. Yeah. And, and okay. so some had to go to scale. That's also challenging because if you're in a small first three-year business, as I talk about it, and this happens to everybody. Yeah. Let's say- you know, you, you're a plumber. You're great at plumbing. You've worked for other people. You want to go on your own. So you, you start buying your own equipment. You got your own plumbing equipment and you start getting customers. And you get busy enough. You got to hire two employees or whatever. It's so not yep. like now the, the, the struggle is like you have to work even more because it's your name and that employee yep. could totally screw it up. And so then you know you're too new; it's too sensitive, um, to not make sure to make sure that your ass isn't covered. Um, and now you're like trying to make sure you're enough business that these employees who now depend on you have a check. Yep. It's a lot of stress. Very... And so the, there's a point in that scale where it's it's hard in that first three years because you're trying to get enough consistency, and enough name to keep them busy. Yeah. Find people you trust enough that the oh, that you've spent your last year, two or three years building, and also then you got to make a decision. When does the scale stop? Yep. And that's for me something that I mean my wife here has helped me learn <laughs> the last year. As I'm I'm always pro growth. I'm hundred percent, you know, put it on red nineteen and let it spin. I gamble heavy when it comes to business. I I, I always believe in me. At the same point in time, I also understand that at some point in time I don't want to do as this much. I want to yeah. be able to um do things of the podcast things that I love, but not actually have to physically be everywhere all the time. Cause it's taxing my body after this many years of doing entrepreneurship for 20 years, I can, I mean, I'm starting to take it, take its toll on me yeah. and, and understanding that, okay, like this is enough. Mm-hmm. I mean, this, this is where I'm at. Like if we have more franchises, great. I don't want any more corporate stores. Yeah. I'm going to sell Sioux city. I'm going to sell Carney because I need to have a little less time so I can do the bigger picture stuff, which it does needs my attention. And said like, okay. Otherwise, the other choice was okay. Let's double down. Let's hire more corporate full time staff. Let's hire a full time marketing person, a full time HR person, a full time this. And let's say, okay, we need to go open up seven or eight or nine more corporate stores. And it's a gamble because there's no guarantee it's going to work. Yeah. Um. Which we found out it hasn't worked. Mm-hmm. I mean, and for me, it's just and it's a lot of. It comes from I must say this like for a lot of people in my position, it comes from a level of greed, in my opinion. Like, well, it's my name and I'm already doing the bill. I know Mm -hmm. to do this better than they do. And I can make a full profit instead of just a royalty. And that's what it comes down to. A lot of people in my business. But I understand that people are the only asset that matters. And Mm -hmm. that's been the theme for this forever, that the guy behind the counter, if I open a store in Kansas City, the guy behind the counter is the only real thing that's going to make me successful for longer than six months. Yeah. And so it's all about him. I can get the people there, but to be able to create the loyalty relationship is done by that guy. Yeah. Well, what if that guy leaves? I'm screwed. Yep. So let's make that guy an owner. I'll make less money. That's smarter. I'll invest in him as a new business business owner, entrepreneur. That makes sense. Norfolk. I've, I've got, people ask me this year, why did you sell Norfolk? That was your second store ever. And Brittany and I, we love Josh and Sarah Come. They're fantastic. They are. I'm pretty sure that it's our fault that they had another baby. <laughs> um, sorry, so, not sorry. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> She's cute as hell. So, um,
0: <laughs> but That's why I'm staying away from Norfolk right now. Yeah, because so I don't see any babies. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but, you know, Josh, you worked for me for three and a half, four years. Known him for a long time. He did the work, and he rebuilt it, and he did such a great job. Yeah, we sold him a store for, for pretty much cost because he's he the reason. He's, he deserves it. But he's the reason it exists. Yeah. They can love me all they want, but if I have an asshole in the store, that love goes away real quick. Yep. So, yeah, let him do it. And now I've got a happy, you know, franchisee and partner and friend for the next 20, 30 years. And that's way more valuable. So that, that's, understand, like, what I'm trying to say is it's all about putting the scale. you got to decide as a plumber, right, now I've got these two guys busy and I'm happy. Yep. Now, for me to go to a second crew, right, to hire three more guys. And how much more business do I need to drudge up consistently to keep all five people employed? How much stress is that going to add to me? And how much income? It's the stress to income ratio. Yeah. I mean, you're looking at a a graph, okay? Looking at a graph. Stress and income. Where does it meet? Where are you happy at? And I've had guys, like I've helped do this. Like, no, honestly, I'm pretty good here. Making a good living. You know, I have a nice house. Got the things, toys I want. I'm good. You know, maybe I'm not going to have that 15,000 square foot mansion every kid thinks they're going to have after watching MTV That's Cribs. That's a lot of
0: cleaning. Yeah, but,
1: but you know what I'm saying. If <laughs> yeah. you guys don't know what you, MTV Cribs is, I can't be friends with you. <laughs> so anyway, that was that was so cool back in the day. anyways, but you know, some people. I, I think I think social, and it's funny. I think it's truly auditing yourself. Yeah. What am I happy with? What brings me joy? Yeah. And people say money doesn't solve problems. Money does solve a lot of fucking problems. Let's be honest. It yeah, does, it but it's not going to bring you happiness. Right. I mean, it's what's behind it. Like what's like, if, if you're driving force is the only material possessions to show up to other people, then I can't help you. Yeah. Um, and we find something new to do with your life or find a, find a cause, find a mission. But, um, you know, it's, it's really auditing yourself. What's really going to make me happy. And, and like, where am I going to feel? And I think so much with social media and media in general, where people see everyone's got the, the next car that's a hundred grand or a house that's, you know, and, and like the next I, best thing, I think my dad said, you know, my dad said, this was really great. He goes, yeah, well those people you see with that nice ass shit, they're broke as hell. Yeah.
0: They have they're a living lot of check debt. to
1: check. They don't have any plan for after 70. They have a lot of debt. I mean, it's, it's one week to the next week because we had drove down to, Gal- we had down to Galveston and we saw these nice houses on the beach. <laughs> I mean it's just ridiculous, right? And we're like, what the fuck are all these people doing right that we're doing wrong? And then we're like, Oh yeah, six kids. Yeah. That's, that's what it is. Six kids. And to my dad says so the same thing, he goes, All these people are broke. Mm-hmm. So and I don't wanna be broke. No. I mean, right now we've we've taken this time in COVID to pay off a lot of our debts because I don't like owing people money. And being in debt is indentured servitude of today. Mm-hmm. That keeps you from making that jump, making that leap because you can't miss the payment for the truck or the or the house or the credit cards or that furniture you bought at the mart that you thought looked super cool is going to make you happy. They didn't at thirty six months like one percent interest. Oh yeah, it's like they're giving it away. We say this because we've done all this dumb shit. Yep. Um we've done a lot of dumb shit. You know and it's mm-hmm. it's just one of those things and so auditing yourself to know exactly where you're happy my mentality really is I want an empire and not from financial reasons it really is yeah I want to make good money I want to be able to do those things especially us starting over halfway through our 30s you know yeah, um, yeah I want to I want to make money so maybe I, I want I want to make money for a different reason than most people I, I honestly, like, I want to be in a, I don't want to be a Warren Buffett. I'm not saying that I'm saying, but I want to be in a position when we are 70 years old that we can do big shit for other people Yeah. that we had, like, we saw, I saw a thing in a church is like two years ago.
0: Yeah.
1: It was on Twitter and I hate Twitter. I fucking hate Twitter. You tweet at me. I'm a tweet. I don't want that. I don't want to tweet you back. <laughs> I'm going to flip you off. I hate Twitter. I think like, it's such a disgusting cesspool of back. bullshit. I'm going to bark back. <laughs> but I saw this, or this church was planning on building a building. Mm-hmm. And so they had all these parishioners' money and all stuff and things just working out. So the church decided as a group to go to a local hospital and pay off like 21,000 different people's medical bills. That's the kind of shit I yeah. want to do. That kind of crap changes lives. Yeah. As a Christian, like for faith-wise, that's going to show people faith more than anything. Yep. Um, it's just being good fucking human beings. That's my goal. So, if I want to make money, it's for that reason. Like, I've told people to laugh all the time, like, my house, my house a nice house. We put a lot of work into it. It was an absolute shithole when we moved in. Yeah. I have a lot of work left. They said, Well, you're going to big. I go, and I, we told Joe, unless I won the lottery, I'm never, I'll die in this house. Yeah.
0: We're not moving. Because
1: I don't fucking care. I do what else? What for? Yeah. We barely keep the shit clean as it is. I'm not going to lie to you. Like, you come over to house, like, oh, it's so clean. We're like, Yeah. We had a, somebody else come help us clean it yesterday. <laughs> we threatened our kids to take away their phones if they didn't, like, make it look like other people like we actually are completely filthy pigs um but that's we're not
0: completely we're filthy not completely pigs. We, we, we have six kids we have six and kids. three dogs and three dogs and you
1: and me but that's <laughs> fucking me but uh, that, that's understanding where you're auditing yourself what it means to come to scale what are you happy with and this is right now I'm gonna um, transition into the next thing about covid depression i'll get into a little bit but what makes you happy like what is it
0: yeah like, and finding go, that balance i mean
1: everybody thinks like everybody I, I see this happens when people buy a new car
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We're actually looking at buying a car right now, an anti van or something, just because we're <laughs> kids with school districts and different school districts and COVID Mind shit. You, like, he
0: wants to buy like a, no, no, a short
1: bus. I wanted to buy a short bus because I thought it'd be so no. fucking cool. And no. somebody told me no. <laughs> so, but it'd be, listen, Rexy's party bus, what up? I'm <laughs> telling you, 16 passengers. <laughs> Should our
0: kids get in there and. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, like, of course, no. we
1: party so hard, we're in bed by 9 p.m., <laughs> yeah. so it'd only be out during the daylight, anyways.
0: <laughs> anyway, so that's, that's
1: the point. Um, I'd rewind. But um, God, what the fuck They seem to to you interrupted me?
0: <laughs> um, balance?
1: No, that was not even really close to what we were talking about at all. Oh, <laughs> uh, you're looking <laughs> about when you're buying a new car. Okay, yes. so this is how you really find out you, you, what makes you happy is like, you know, I did this a couple, like two years ago where I bought this four door Jeep unlimited because I wanted one so bad and I, but I'm also cheap ass. So I bought one, I paid too much, it was used and then it was janky and I had to get all this shit on it. And, you know, had the black rims with a new, uh, remote star stereo, all that shit on it. And I, 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 it was so cool. i like, yeah, I can't wait until summer and I totally like what a piece of shit.
0: We sold sorry, it before Jeep. summer. Sorry,
1: sorry, Jeep's never gonna sponsor me on my podcast now, but <laughs> what a piece of shit ride. Like, oh my god, it was horrible. We rented a brand new one. We went to Arizona like two months later. Yeah, just as bad. They are cool. They are cool, but cool. But I'm like, that joy I got from owning that finally was over within a couple days. Some people might be a couple weeks. Yeah. And so if you're going for that short term you know uh endorphin release from buying something new you got to find something more sustainable so understand when you're putting a scale like where your happiness is Mm -hmm. if it's in certain things, like have goals yeah and that's going to let you know where in your business life where you need to lead now understand if you have a spouse that's not an entrepreneur like i've said this before you can't take entrepreneur out of somebody's DNA. It's part of my DNA. Yeah. It's asking me to cut off my right foot. It's who I am. I cannot go do a straight nine to five for somebody else just to come home and live for the weekends. I think that that to me is death. I can't do it. Yeah. I understand that some other people need that stability. That's who they are. There has to be a blend in the middle. Yep. That's why I've always said, start out a lot of your self-employed businesses at a, as a side hustle, as a bonus income until it can sustain your life, plus 10% for incidentals. Yeah. This is... And you never found a time easier in the planet and i know covid and economy and shit but you'll never find an easier time in human history it is to start your hustling in right now with the, this cell phone this fucking device i have 24 7 access to every person on the planet for fucking free you can't bitch about the algorithms on youtube and instagram and facebook that we do on occasion because i don't <laughs> understand them you can't bitch about the algorithm on something that's free yeah like you don't even have to pay for this shit they me- have an account is free to post shit is free. To have people tag you and share it is fucking free. Shut up. It's 24-7, 365, access to human beings to make money. So you've never found an easier time on the planet to make a side hustle than right now. Yeah. Regardless of the economy, just find your in. niche. Yeah, that's just, that's just it. Find your niche and put the work in.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, you know, I was thinking about when um, Joel Staley was in here, like the previous episode with the Dads Who Left, one by one, eventually grew his group over 30,000 people. Yeah. It just takes time. Um. And so understand, but if you have that spouse, if you have that other significant other, that person in your life, if you have kids, you're a single parent, we found this, I had to have dedicated time. Um, And that's just for them. So like we came with the thing because we'll end up killing ourselves, basically trying to work too much is we have the Sundays. We really mostly stick to this. An occasional meeting here and there. We don't work on Sundays.
0: Yeah, Sundays are a family day.
1: That's for our kids. That's for us. That's for us to be lazy. That's a day we can possibly sleep in if we actually... Well, if our bodies would actually allow us to do so, that's our time. But we also found as a relationship that because I get bombarded with social media so much and so Mm -hmm. many hundreds of thousands of messages that I need to have date time for my wife. Never stop dating your spouse, your significant other, ever. And so it, for a while, before we had a baby, it was Mondays and Thursday nights after 7 p.m. pretty much, because yep. most of the shit was shutting down. I wasn't getting bombarded too bad, and the stores could handle the me without an hour. And
0: people would text, and mama would come in, and...
1: And, and, and Brittany threatened to cut them, <laughs> and they're all way more scared of her than they me. But it was Monday, Thursday nights, and then yep. Sundays was for our kids, and that was our thing. Um, you know, we used to have more nights for the kids, but with different age groups and sports and church groups and all that other bullshit. It's, it's almost impossible. So Sundays is their kids day. We're going to yeah. we'll take them swimming. We'll go do something. We'll go to the zoo. We'll do these things purposefully. And because an entrepreneur, because our lives aren't our own, you have to schedule that time.
0: Yeah. It, you just said like the perfect word purposefully. I mean, yeah. you have to, whatever you do, make it, do it with purpose. And your spouse or your significant other, while you're in a entrepreneurial Role, make that person a priority at times and set times. I know it takes the the fun out of it if you have to set times but when you're busy and you're on the grind well, i didn't and say
1: you had to schedule your sex i just said you had to schedule your day that. well, that's what you were I gonna take away
0: spontaneity and all the excitement. i'm talking about day dates and stuff like that
1: you can day sex too you don't have to schedule it anyways um <laughs> so just throwing it out there, best people are thinking right now let's do it but you have that dedicated time for them
0: yeah and at the
1: same point spouses who are not entrepreneurs or, or significant others understand that sometimes shit hits the fan yeah only person with that sense of urgency that holy shit my life is on the line is the person whose life is actually on the fucking line and you can never relay that to a spouse who's not involved or significant other you cannot relay that to employees either yeah as much as i love our employees i love our managers they'll never have um uh you'll never have that sense of urgency Mm -hmm. that that the owner is going to have. Right. Cause they get a paycheck. They get a check. They get to clock out and yeah. forget about it. The owner doesn't. So understand I'm giving them purposeful time. It's still in the back of my mind because it is something that I, I care about. Yeah. It, it's something that it, it's, it's been my life. It's my passion. It's what I do. And, and finding that. So understanding you need to have a certain level of understanding. Are you on your phone? Like, all right. At the yeah. same point, purposely, may say, hey, letting let them know, hey, listen, I got to get on this real quick. I'll make it super fast. Yeah. And there has to be a certain level of understanding from both directions. Well, and
0: I think, like, for me, I've been part of the companies, and I've worked outside of the companies. So, I mean, I've seen both sides of it. And I think as a spouse on the opposite end of it, there has to be some understanding. But there also has to be major communication. Yeah. If there's something that you're missing out on, you need to be open and honest with that. But also understand that, hey, this is the other person's lifeline. This is their passion. Just like I may be passionate about bookkeeping and accounting, you're passionate about
1: who the fuck is passionate about bookkeeping <laughs> and accounting?
0: I'm passionate about a ten key. You what are. can I say? We had to
1: buy a ten key uh, <laughs> typewriter or um, sorry, typewriter calculator calculator that prints off the little receipts. So we had to go back to the 1985 section of Office Depot to find this, and they had to dust it off and and they found it though. But it was it was cool. It was yeah. really really neat. I'm Anyways, educating you. <laughs> so, but in, in saying this, that um, a lot of times for the other spouse or the other person in the relationship, it's about security. Mm-hmm. It's financial security. So and I say this for a lot of entrepreneurs anyways because I mean fucking COVID was an was we should have like a horn or something. We used to have a horn on this thing. Um uh, yeah, there we go. Um <laughs> You need some savings now. It's very hard for entrepreneurs to save money because we see it as an investment opportunity for your personal life mm-hmm. and maybe your business too. We are finding this for the, definitely our personal life because us taking out our salaries allows the business to ease up a little bit. Yeah, that we don't want we want debt. And B, I you, people say six months of personal income. I don't fucking know anybody on the planet that can save six months of dedicated income for their overhead. Holy that's easily liquidatable. Yeah. I mean, like what's in the stock market? Well, that's not easily I mean it is, but if the economy takes a shit It's again, gone. it's funny if you like lose somebody loses their job just because they were either bad at it or the company downsized. If the economy hit like it just did and yeah. it dropped six thousand points, that six months income is now worth about thirty days. I know this because I had cruise line stocks. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> the media could they stop. They will go back up. If the media could just stop being re- Ridiculous! Let my cruise line stocks go back. That'd be great. Anyways, I digress. I don't anyway. Be
0: kind. Rewind. Be
1: kind. Rewind. Um, <laughs> so. Maybe so for the other person and, and the family and the kids who maybe don't understand it, who shouldn't need to feel that stress, especially the kids, have a couple months, have 60 days, mm-hmm. lock set, low interest, because you're not going to get a lot of interest out of a savings account anywhere. I know people are like, oh, savings account. Yeah, I mean, okay, you're going to make your 0.2%, but have 60 days in there. If you can't get your shit figured out in 60 days, then you're like, you know, like here, this last time it took 60 days for the government and checks started rolling. Yeah. And props to... The government, which you're very rarely ever going to hear me say ever, but they got checks in most people's hands and businesses' hands within about 60 days or less, yeah. which is fucking unheard of. And I can tell you back in 08, 09, that didn't happen, and neither did in 2000. It didn't happen, but close. So most people just lost their ass. That just never came at all. So props of it, 60 days, maybe 90 if that makes you more comfortable. So you, everyone in the relationship and the family knows that, hey, shit, it's the fans and whatever. We're good. It also protects if, if your business has any seasonality. Like mm-hmm. our July for us is the worst month of the year for gyms and for nutrition stores. Second to December. Yep. Uh, December Everybody 2nd. Gets through. And so this way, I don't have to worry about stressing on that shit or I've noticed that my staff is more at ease because I'm not being like, hey, what the fuck is going on with numbers? Yeah. It allows me to not put the nickel and dime on them either. So, um, you know, yeah, that was my notes. So, but anyways, like understand that that's the thing. Um, and we, we've talked about with, with relationships, you know, as far as this is concerned with entrepreneurs or not, sometimes that... What you, you may be right. I found this out. I'm right. Occasionally. Sometimes. Very rarely, but she doesn't want to hear the shit from me. She's not going to be able to hear it from me because it's me. Not because I'm an asshole. No. Or I gloat. I just smile. <laughs> so we've literally gone to therapy and yeah. I've suggested to people, people have this, this, this inclination against therapy. That's weak. They didn't know it's putting work in. Yeah. Would you drive your car for five years Without taking it in to get a tune-up or get the oil changed? No, that'd be stupid. Why? it will break down. So will your relationship. I don't care if you're dating. I don't care if you're married, if you're engaged. If you've been married for 20 years, dating for 15, doesn't fucking matter. There's nothing wrong with getting an impartial third opinion. Yeah. There's nothing. That's work. You don't, go, you, you don't expect to have a six-pack abs if you're not going to the gym or in, in, in doing the training. You don't expect your car not to blow up if you don't take it in for a tune-up every once in a while. Yeah. You can't expect your relationship just to thrive on its own the other person to completely understand through osmosis what the fuck you're feeling or what the hell you want out of it. I mean, you have to. And so we've gone yeah. several times. It's It was funny. Our last therapist, I don't know if she watched our show or not, she's really nice. She is. But she looked like she was 12. And so we would joke. <laughs> Because we're like, you know, I can say this.
0: Yeah, go ahead. She's,
1: she looks so young. And she was probably just fresh out of school. And yeah. we're like, which for us was hard. We're like, how are you going to understand with like six kids, blended family, three dogs, parents, entrepreneurs. She did really well. She
0: did very well. She was well.
1: very sweet. But we're like, you think she's using this to buy the new outfit for Cheer Squad? Or, you know, we're like she's still in high school. Like we joked. And if you're watching this, you know, like you give us a discount next time we're in. Anyways, um, but, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. It, it, there's nothing wrong with it all. Put some time into it. it and it's,
0: don't wait to go to therapy or until counseling, it's a shit until, until it's a problem, yeah. go to therapy so you don't have a problem. Like, like is a and it can you, be...
1: you can buy book series and do them together. Yeah, or, there's you know, different We've tried. We're horrible at it, especially with I the baby. I start reading a
0: book and then I fall asleep. Especially
1: with the baby in the house now. Like you know, yeah. by the time he goes to bed, I don't want to read a book. I want to either go to bed or have sex. That's it. True or, story. Or, or yeah, sex in bed.
0: Or I mean, even yeah, like whatever. no matter what you do, so. make sure you can step away from your normal atmosphere. Yeah. so you can get get outside because if you talk about it in your house you're seeing all the other things going on in the house you're seeing kids all this other stuff get away, like, go, get away from coffee. the distractions go, 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 for, go for coffee a walk. go like, for a walk like, run
1: a lake do something like, and, and that's the uh, um He's following blowing up, huh? Yeah. Um, Anyway, the next part is because of that also is because of what I call COVID depression. I'm Mm -hmm. sure somebody else has already coined this, but you're seeing this in relationships and marriages. You're also seeing this in in just people in general, like not being able to go anywhere. And so I, I check in. My thing is, number one, check in on your people in your life. Yeah. Like if if they're home, they're working from home. They have to leave home. Check in on them. Yeah, we all need a checkup every once in a while. Everybody
0: thinks it's great to work from home for a little while, but this has been an extended period of time. And just check
1: check in on your people you care about. Yeah, you think oh he's tough as nails, she's tough as nails. Maybe they're not. Maybe Mm -hmm. that's a facade. Check in on them. There's nothing wrong with that. Check in with your spouse. Yeah, if you haven't had that conversation, go for a drive. Go walk around the lake and be like, How are you doing with this? Oh I'm good. And like, well, you know, get break through people's shells a little bit. Yeah. You know, and I always say like this, find three or four powerful areas in your life to grow or escape. I and mean, right now it's one thing. For me, I threw myself into house stuff. And then after about three weeks and it, like six sunburns. <laughs> really, really toasty. I was like, yeah, I'm fucking over house shit for a minute. You need to have something else. You can't just, you know, so products me allows me to build something. It puts yep. value in my home. I like doing it. I could, you know, on my own, I could do it much cheaper. I can make value like personal growth. Take a class online. No more Sundays. Do it today. Yep. If you, one of our managers want to study, be a paralegal, good for her. Do it. I yep. mean, you want to finally learn that other language. How many times have I downloaded Babel or freaking Rosetta Stone? <laughs> well, shit. So take ten minutes every three days. Like, put it into a calendar. Time Tree app mm-hmm. should sponsor this podcast. They should. Time Tree app. It's free. It's um, the best, it's calendar, the best app calendar app ever. We should advertise on
0: there. We should.
1: We should. Time Tree app. Time Tree people. We're gonna tag you in this shit. Um, it's great. I have multiple calendars. Every business people can uh, join in. You can invite them. It's. It's. We've done it for we our podcast. For our Iron we Heaven. Have... Our kids. Their schedules. Um, our personal stuff, our sk- our calendar, Rexius Nutrition, VHI, Now or Never shoots, Iron Habit, like all of them, and it's just it's great. But you will put it in there purposefully, make a plan, like all oh, I'll do it on Wednesday. No yeah. fucking put it in your damn calendar, um, you know, and, and take that class. There's still so many online classes. we were doing shit for free right now just because yeah. they're bored.
0: Free workouts you know, even, That's why you think I'm doing this damn
1: podcast. Like, if you want to be a business owner, start over at episode one and start taking fucking notes. Yeah. Message in. There's a lot of us who, like some of us who have time. Like, I don't have a lot, but there are a lot of people out there, entrepreneurs, business people who have time. Message. What the fuck you got to lose? Yeah. Like, I messaged Gary V. I, married, I messaged Dennis Wolf, Tony Robbins, um, just a, a slew of people. Hey, want to be on my podcast? Like, yeah, I'm sure not going to look at it. Fuck, it didn't hurt to ask. Yeah. yeah. What you is- know?
0: It's worse, you're going to get a note.
1: Exactly. You know, that's the worst thing. So, write a book. That's what I'm doing. Like every couple of days, every other week, this sounds bad, but every other week, I have about 30 to 40 minutes on. I actually use an app. And there, here's another uh, Another app plug. And another app plug that they can can sponsor me too. So, it's just (laughs) the Rev Recorder. So, like this. Yeah, yeah, Rev. Let me uh, pull it up here. It's called Rev. And so I can actually, it's audio dictation service. So I actually talk to it while my earpods on in my car when I'm driving to my Sioux City drop-off, which I'm going to miss this week. And I'll actually go through and I write little notes for myself just to remember. And yeah. then I read I, out loud, buck a minute. They'll transcribe it to me and send it back to me in a file. So it makes writing a book even easier. Now I can go through and kind of move things around, fix. Like you ever had to talk to text and I had to go read and reread? Oh, yeah, I didn't say that. Well, these yeah. are dictation, but these people are usually reading, listening to doctors speak and scribble and bullshit, so they can handle my crap. And this is how I'm writing my book, and eventually, I mean, like, you know, I don't get back to it. Great, it's saved. It's audio. It's there forever. I have yeah. a digital copy. That's one thing. And here's my last bit of news on, on a lot of this stuff: is uh, if you want to create that positivity in your life, I mean, uh, then the third one: is start a YouTube journey. Start, start a social media thing. It's a workout thing. Yeah, well, yeah. nineteen thousand other people are doing at home workout things on it's Instagram. A, you may be so the be one 19,000 person. nineteen thousand and one. With. I can't. I haven't found one yet that I like. To be honest with you. Yeah, I, ha- I haven't. I, I'm most of them are doing the same thing. Most of them, I, I just it's not my you know my gig. But maybe some other dude gets on them. Like, hey. I like I that. I can guy. connect with that. Person. I can connect with that person. Yeah, it's all about I personalities. And three, see, stop watching the news and social media for a minute. Yes, we've. I. She saw me this week. I had. I had my breakdown this week, guys. Yeah. Like I, I'm not infallible. I'm not inhuman. I mean, I'm, I'm not a fucking superhuman. I should. I just finally told her. I go. I can't handle it anymore. I can't handle anymore the negativity. It's. It's just toxic as shit. It is. And and, and I'm not going to get on any sort of political soapbox if you think the media. Is there to inform you of positive things? You're out of your fucking mind. They're there to sell. They have to have high ratings. The more dramatic it is, the better the ratings are. The more money they make on average. It's mm-hmm. just, it's really simple. People are attracted to two different things: extreme humor, shock and awe. So, when we make ads, we try to be either shock and awing or humorous because that's what gets people attention. Yeah. With well, the news, it's real easy to find a lot of bad shit than it is to find a lot of funny shit and that's just it and it's just to the point now where i'm like oh this and that and all these other people and this different i, I just got i'm done like i don't want to i don't wanna watch it like, i had a detox so yeah. i literally haven't hardly watched any in like the last week i'll find out what the weather's going on i'll read a couple headlines and i only watched i didn't know on facebook guys i went through the facebook news yeah. thing and we see some mom who beat uh, her nope. five-year-old to nope, death nope. I'm, I'm like i go fuck you immediately just makes me sad and sick. And I'm like, I just need a break. Not because I'm not aware of what's going on because I need to detox from it. I understand how addictive social media can be. Your phone can be set that fucker down. You realize my phone hasn't been off silent. Now I'm like, a hot minute mm-hmm. because it, the dinging, all the constant that need to be, I, I can't do it. It was going to give me a fucking stroke. So, you know, check in on your people, find three or four positive areas to grow or escape. So if you get sick of one, you go to the next, yeah. you go next, be purposeful about everything, whether it be your marriage, whether it be your finances, whether it be your, your hobbies, be purposeful about it. Schedule the time, mm-hmm. you know, if you uh, fail to plan, plan to fail that day, you know, it's a stupid old adage and I, but it, it absolutely is the truth on every single level. Um, when it comes to your fail forward
0: on the things I've been using that so much lately I've seen so many people talking about failure and a lot of things and failing forward never use your failure as a stopping point make sure it's a a sounding board or a springboard and
1: and something new that I've been doing like with when you're making your notes like yeah use these technologies great you know make use the time tree but also like I hate taking the time to write. This sounds so bad. <laughs> I do because I am so time conscious. Mm-hmm. I, try to, I try to multitask like my wife. I'm, I just fail I'm usually miserably. at it. But I talk to text shit. I do this constantly. I'm all digital. There's a lot to be said for writing shit down. Yeah. I got this from Seth Ferossi when we were out in Pittsburgh. It's the hardworking motherfucker playbook. That's the <laughs> If you guys know what that means. And there's lots to be said when you take the time to legibly be able to read your, read your own handwriting and write some shit yeah. down. And you have to go back to it and see it. My phone, I have so many notes. And the thing about digital layers is like, you don't see it like you do in a book. Yeah. Like, You can put a note in your phone and not ever look at it again. But when I open this book and I go to the first page, there's shit in there that I have to pass every time. And I know that sounds silly, but there's a lot to be said for taking a pen and pad in a book and writing it down. So what I'm going to do over the next week or two is these little books uh we're gonna get some rexius army uh now or never podcast versions of this made um and i'm i'm probably gonna get a couple hundred if not a thousand made and if you're ready to start taking action on your relationship um you know managing your depression make sure you're doing that stuff and this book will help you we'll do it for free So, uh, why not? Yeah. Like when I told you guys, like when I eventually want to make money while I'm able to give it away this, I don't make a lot of money yet, but, um, (laughs) yet, um, but I will, I'll buy, I'll buy 500 to a thousand of these books and I'll give them away to anyone else is willing to take their, their life in their hands and take positive action on it. I want to be part of that. We want to be part of that. So we're going to get a, um, I don't know. This one's a lot nicer. Sephirothi has a lot more money than I do, so (laughs) it may not be this nice, but it'll look very cool.
0: So (laughs) it'll be
1: nice. Yeah, well, thank you guys so much for listening. Like, listen, so many of you guys uh, follow the podcast. Mm -hmm. Last week we had sixty six thousand views in the last video. um, Back when the dance came in, at eleven thousand. For when I was on the Dads Who Live podcast, we've had Meadows was thirty five, but we've had a lot of views. We had uh, it was one hundred ninety thousand minutes listened to in less than like two weeks. And the funny thing is only about 10% of you, because, yes, YouTube tells me everything. Big brothers watching and fuckers, <laughs> um, are actually subscribed on YouTube, but you're watching it. And I get some of you guys clicking the link off of social media. I totally get it. Yeah. Um, do me a solid, man. Do us a solid. We do this for free for you guys. It actually cost us money, um, actually quite a bit of money, yeah. <laughs> Chad better give me a nice Christmas present. Gonna um, pay you more than all right. See, yeah, she she agreed. Sorry, Chad, you got outvoted. <laughs> um, but you know, like, subscribe, give it a thumbs up. Yep, follow it, like it, share the damn thing. If you're on YouTube, you can share the link to your face. Like, hey, follow this guy. He's got some positive shit to say. But this is what we do. This is what we the way our way of paying it forward. Everybody, like, subscribe, share, follow us on on Instagram. Yep. Timothy D Rexius, Mrs. Brittany Rexius. Follow us on. We have business pages on you on Facebook because I ran into friends. She doesn't actually going hers ever but I do um, and, and just 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 help us out if you're on Spotify SoundCloud iTunes just share the damn thing give us a rating share it with your friends whatever that's how we grow this message and the more likes and shares and subscribers we get the higher our ranking is and maybe this message today is what that one person needs to change their life mm-hmm. we've all had that message that one time that just stuck with us that made us change our course from a destruction to something positive and I am not egotistical bel- enough to believe that this might be that message. I don't know. That that's up to God. But you can have a part of that, and if you can have a part in somebody else's life to make it better just by sharing this, and hopefully that maybe something we said in here just seems to trigger yeah. for whatever reason, then it makes all the money that we've spent doing this and all the time we've been doing this worthwhile. So let me help us pay it forward uh, by sharing this. So like, subscribe, and share. Thanks, guys. Appreciate
0: you. See you guys. <laughs> Just be I'm a gentleman Now I'm settled in Even when they said Don't let them in I said guess again What's the way I walk into a room And everybody stare Godfather like presence. Everybody know I'm here Stepping right into my office Pouring on the rocks Toast To the homies that can never see the light And the haters That forever see my ghost What a night